Live 95 Backing Limerick Business. Yeah, we've been enjoying this Backing Limerick Business feature in recent weeks and we've uh, three uh, more well-known business figures in Limerick in the studio this morning. Uh, Shane Hassett from uh, FCE Scan, Stephen O'Connor, who's manager at the Strand Hotel, and a lovely evening there yesterday evening for the Going for Gold finale, and Niall O'Callaghan of Shannon Heritage, uh, who I met recently out in Bunratty <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon. So I've been to some of these places recently. Uh, you're welcome, the three of you. Thank you very much for coming in. Um, the Minister's comments there, look, they have done something, actually, for tourism, for you guys. Uh, I think, Joe, they haven't done enough. Uh, to be honest, it, it, it's good to see the budget, that there is a contingency for a hard Brexit. That That is important. And I think it's good to see that they've been prudent uh, as regards the country's finances. But I think there was a real opportunity to look at the VAT rate again. You know, the tourism VAT rate for hospitality was brought last year, 2018, was brought up from 9% to 13.5%. Um, it's the highest tourism VAT rate in 27 European countries which we compete with. It's making us uncompetitive. Uh, the IHF and various tourism bodies were lobbying for the for the VAT rate to be reinstated uh, to, to 9%. It was ignored. Um, and I think if there's going to be a, a hard Brexit, which which we don't know what that's going to look like, if there's going to be a hard Brexit, uh, it's widely considered that the hardest hit areas will be the regions. And one of the largest employers in the regions is tourism. There's 270,000 people employed in tourism. And the reinstatement of the 9% tourism VAT rate would have been a, a really good step, a really positive step, step in ensuring that those jobs were safeguarded. You know, we're looking at uh, a hard Brexit, we're possibly looking at a decline in visitor numbers. Uh, 60% of hotels are saying that there's, you know, their numbers are down. So something more needed to be done. Uh, no. Yeah, I think, look, there's some cautious optimism about some of the, the aspects of the budget, but I think like every budget, the devil is in the delivery. Um and I, whereas obviously we would very much welcome the uh, announcement in relation to the regional airport funding, um, which Shannon Airport, as we know, is arguably the key enabler in the region, not only for tourism, but for FDI and everything else that happens uh, on the West Coast. So clearly we've been looking for this for quite a while for Shannon Airport, and that's a very positive move. Um, but as I said, the, delivery, the details in the delivery of how much Shannon will actually get, but that's obviously a very positive move. But... I think from a tourism perspective, and as Stephen has alluded to, um, Brexit has already hit the tourism sector, um, whereas the budget has alluded to potential new measures in the event of a no deal. Well, we've already seen that impact this year. French market is down this year, the, the German market is down, the UK market is down. And whilst the increase in international funding for, um, for Tourism Ireland to market Ireland better is, again, welcomed, I would argue that what we would like to see, I suppose, is more policies focus on regional dispersion of visitors. There's 5 million holidaymakers coming to Ireland every year. And I can tell you straight out, there isn't 5 million people coming to Limerick or the West Coast every year. So, again, going back to why Shannon Airport is so important and why it's so important that the government and stakeholders support Shannon Airport in order to, to deliver visitors to this region is crucial. Right. So I think what we'd like to see is a bit more focus on regional dispersion and delivering on that regional agenda. Okay, I'm from FCE Scan point of view. Does, does Brexit do anything to you one way or the other? Not particularly, no, no. Um, I suppose we're just just remind us what you do. I think so, it's, more, it's pretty obvious what the guys do, but 
Yeah, so we basically have um, an injury assessment clinic here in Limerick. We set up here in Limerick originally, um, and I suppose given the success in Limerick, it allowed us to expand to Dublin and the UK and in Cork hopefully in the new year now as well. So we originally set up as kind of a business to business service, so where the likes of your physiotherapists, um, physical therapists, osteopaths, chiropractors could refer into us and we'd refer the patients back back to them. So they get an assessment done with us get the results to send them back to them um, whereas we then originally saw that didn't really work out people didn't really know our name but so then we opened it up to customers so kind of a business to customers where they didn't need referral they came into us and then we can advise them on what to do so I suppose on one side of things and I know just with regards to budget with regards to hospitals and that um, we're trying to take pressure off of all of that um, and with our service then it's to point the people in the right direction and at the end of the day make them feel better get rid of their pain and get them more active Right but you found that the setting up here in Limerick has been a success for you Huge success yeah um, I suppose we've seen over a thousand people here in Limerick and well over that now in the last couple of years since we've set up and that has allowed us to expand but I think the fact that we set up here in Limerick in the first place we'd see people from all over the country coming to Limerick it's easier to get to the road service is good now um, and taking them away from the bigger city like Dublin. Yeah. And I mean, Stephen, you know, the Strand is one of the big brands in Limerick full stop and particularly in the context of hotels and people coming for events. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a great, actually, uh, history of hospitality on that site. There's uh, 60 years there's been a hotel on the site and the Strand has been uh, in existence for about 12 years. Um, and you know what, in the wider sort of area and the wider region, we have a great hospitality product uh, and there's some great hotels and, and congratulations to Adair Manor that, that won their first Michelin star. That's that's fantastic. Uh, and it's great to see that calibre of hotel and Dromolan Castle. You know, we've, we've fabulous hotels and, you know, I say the Strand in, the, in that company, but um, we really do have a great hospitality product. And then uh, uh, we've a great tourism uh, product as well. We've great attractions, you know, and we look at King John's Castle. Uh, when we look at St. Mary's Cathedral, like it, it goes unnoticed sometimes that St. Mary's Cathedral is as old as Notre Dame. You know, we, we have such amazing built heritage in our city. We, we've we've a, a really good product and I think we've got the hotels to back it up. There's a, you know, it, it's really, really yeah. positive for Limerick. Fine. And I'm a, I'm a Wexford man. I'm a, a fresh pair of eyes on the city as such. Yeah. Well, I'm here five or six years at this stage. But there is a really, really great product in Limerick, you know. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because Helen O'Donnell was saying to me last night at uh, the Going for Gold at the Strand Hotel, actually, that the work that Reverend Niall Sloan is doing in St. Mary's Cathedral and trying to open it up to as many people as possible is worth just walking through it. It is an extraordinary mm. um, asset. And you guys have been a, a channel heritage trying to expand those offerings in a big way. Way, haven't you? Bonratti being one example and only one, um, King John's being another, but again, only two of many. Yeah, and, and, and to Stephen's point, and I would absolutely agree with you, by the way, in relation to, to Niall Sloan, he's doing fantastic work, it has to be said, and, and it doesn't probably get enough acknowledgement. Um, yeah, we've we've now got um, eight attractions in total, Joe, across the country, so we've now four in the, in the Midwest and four in Dublin, 350 staff, um, hopefully hitting 1 million visitors in 2020. So quite a large operation. But King John's Castle uh, and Bunradley Castle, obviously locally, are our two, um, as we call them, they're our homes, right? So so we put a lot of work into King John's Castle uh, in the last year and, and we'll see a lot more in, in the coming months uh, in, in relation to improving the product, but also to make it more accessible for people. So for example, we've done a lot of work in relation to free events like uh, Heritage Week, Culture Night, Bastille Day, 
we're working with Focus Ireland in relation to the Sleep Out campaign on October 18th. If anybody is around, please come and join us. Um, and we'll be launching a new membership programme as well for particularly uh, Focus at Locals in order to step inside and actually experience King John's Castle because much like Stephen says, I suppose, we're probably the worst tourists in our own cities at times. We don't actually go and explore things that are there and whether people realise it or not, there's more to King John's Castle than just the courtyard and the concerts. We've got a full interactive 3D experience downstairs which is well worth a visit for anybody that wants to learn about the history of Limerick over the last 800 years and it's, and it's, you know, it's suitable for both kids and adults alike. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you, guys. Good to talk in a positive way, even in the context of the start of our conversation being the budget and uh, looking for a little bit more, which hopefully will help in 2020. And we do keep the fingers crossed that they work something out um, on Brexit, but it certainly doesn't look good right this minute. Uh, thank you to Niall O'Callaghan from Shannon Heritage, to Stephen O'Connor from the Strand Hotel and Shane Hassett from uh, FCE Scan for joining us and continued good luck with your businesses. Live 95, backing Limerick Business.